You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side as we preview the Miami Dolphins-Cincinnati Bengals matchup, and a few key spots that we should be looking at heading into this game. You can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, as well as subscribing to our channel on iTunes and on YouTube as well. You can also tweet us a question at hashtag FinsideQ. Paul, looking at this Bengals matchup, one and two Bengals versus one and two Dolphins. Dolphins coming off a victory. The Bengals coming off two straight losses, but albeit very tough losses and highly contested losses to two very good teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Denver Broncos. Overall, what are your thoughts heading into this game? I'm worried. Miami didn't so much win their one victory that they're coming off of as the, the Browns went ahead and lost it with the three missed field goals. And Cincinnati's strengths all seem to play right into Miami's weaknesses. Um, A.J. Green, who is a monster, probably one of, if not the best in the NFL. You look at their running back situation at Andy Dalton. They're both able to make plays with their feet. So really, it's their offense definitely plays heavily to, to Miami's weaknesses right now. They've been exposed by running backs um, in the last two weeks. Mobile quarterbacks have a chance to give them fits, given the fact that on the outside they're so far off the ball. It's definitely a worrisome matchup, and I hope what Adam Gase had to say to the team this week with the play better or you're going to be benched, I hope it registers and, and kicks in because it needs to happen at this point. They look terrible on both sides of the ball overall outside of the passing game. Yeah, I think that's the big thing that I'm at least hopeful for for the Dolphins is that message by Adam Gase. And, hey, he benched Jawan James, a former first-round pick whose starting roster spot really was never in question. And now it's going to be up in the air of whether or not he gets that spot or, he, or Billy Turner gets that right tackle spot. Uh, running down a few injuries, Paul, Tyler Eifert is expected to miss this game, his third game in a row, which really takes a very good player out of the Bengals' passing game. I mean, Tyler Eifert gets injured in the Pro Bowl last year, 
again, another reason why you should never actually play the Pro Bowl game. You should have Pro Bowl rosters, and that's about it. And also, Drake Kirkpatrick did miss practice, but is expected to suit up and expected to play on Thursday. Uh, looking at the Dolphins, a lot of injury problems here, at least based on names. Arian Foster, Mike Pouncey, Jordan Cameron are ex- expected to miss this contest again. Yeah, but I, I look at those three as if you're going to have starters out, they're the ones to have out. Anthony Steen has played phenomenally uh, through three weeks, even though he left the game with an injury this, this past weekend. Arian Foster, he hasn't totally differentiated himself from the other running backs who haven't played super great to begin with. And Kenyon Drake seems to be the best in the match with Damian Williams potentially being number two at this point. And Jordan Cameron, outside of the Patriots game, really hasn't differentiated himself. And when he's supposed to be the pass catching specialist at tight end and Deion Sims looked better than he did when he got on the field. Hey, you know what? They might be, I think you put it well the other day in the addition by subtraction category. It's these guys are not crippling the team at this point. Yeah, I think it is a addition by subtraction. I mean, I want to see Deion Sims playing over Jordan Cameron right now. We have to see what we have with Sims because I think it's pretty clear, barring a miracle, that Jordan Cameron has seen his last season here in Miami. Maybe the same for Mike Pouncey, too, depending on his contract status at the end of the year. If Anthony Steen can get back on the field, he did have a high ankle sprain. He's not a for sure in this game, but Steen is a big player that needs to play in this game, going up against the Bengals and Geno Atkins. Uh, along the interior of that Bengals defensive line. And, yeah, the the running game, I had no problem with what the running backs did last game. You know, that four-man committee combined for 22 carries for 97 yards on the ground. Have no problem with that, and I actually think it gives the Dolphins a lot of different looks there at the running back spot. Paul, let's get to a few matchups that that really pique your interest. Uh, If you were to pinpoint a few that the Dolphins fans should be looking at, what would they be? First one I'd be zeroing in on. 100% 100% is A.J. Green against Miami secondary. J.V. Howard has been good so far for a rookie, and Byron Maxwell has been very erratic with his peaks not being all that high. And you look at A.J. Green being one of the best in the business, whether or not they can, and I won't even say stop him, because you just don't stop A.J. Green in a matchup, but at least contain him and nullify him somewhat is going to be huge in this game. It's if he can get out and break free, he could have a monster game. So they really need to help over the top with Issa and Rashad and really try to just contain him. You're not going to shut him off, especially with Miami secondary right now, but you need to contain him. Uh, Yeah, you do. And Byron Maxwell, to cut in right there, but Byron Maxwell probably be lined up with AJ Green all game. And it's a huge matchup. I mean, Byron Maxwell needs a bounce back game and he's got to do it against one of the best in the league. What's another matchup that you have, have your eye on? I'd be looking at a running back core. Or, sorry, not a running back core. Our, uh, our linebacking core. Look at what they'd be able to do versus a run. I know they struggled against the guard one and they've got another couple of good running, running backs coming to town in Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard, even though Jeremy Hill sees the lion's share of the carries. Those two could have a big game if tackling issues resurface. I know a number of folks along that linebacking core are injured right now, but they've struggled to contain the run at this point, and you can't do that against Jeremy Hill. I mean, you look at, I think we talked to Rebecca about this, but essentially he had almost 65 yards early 
and they got away from the run early in this game, and he still almost had 100 yards rushing and almost five yards per carry. Miami's been allowing a lot of yards to opposing running backs. And if they can't get in there and and make the tackle, he's a guy that can really make you pay. And they can make you pay two different ways. I mean, Giovanni Bernard, Jeremy Hill, two very different running backs. Jeremy Hill is that in-between-the-tackles pounder, where if he'll he'll just wear you down all day if you give him the opportunity. Where Giovanni Bernard, he's going to get out there in the passing game and, and he's going to make Kiko Alonso and uh, an injured Jelani Jenkins and Koamisi work for everything that they have in the passing game. Yeah, a couple matchups I'm looking at, Paul. Uh, first, at defensive end, Carlos Dunlap may be going up against Billy Turner in this matchup. Now, from that perspective, if you're going to bench Jawan James against the Browns for those two sacks that he let let up, one of them almost costing the Dolphins the game, I think this is a good game to start Billy Turner in. Carlos Dunlop is a power football player. He's not an edge rusher, and Billy Turner is a power right tackle. I think if you put Dunlap up against Juwan James, it could be a mismatch from the the power uh, perspective because that's the type of player James tends to have problems with. Um, Also, I think Kenny Stills is really going to be a factor in this one, too. When you look at the Bengals secondary, going back to your point that a lot of the Dolphins' strengths goes into the Bengals' strengths, too. You've got Jarvis Landry, who should be matched up a lot with with, uh, Adam Jones. Both similar body types. uh, Can play outside, can play inside in the slot. Prefer to play inside in the slot. And then on the other side, if Dre Kirkpatrick is healthy to play, you've got him matched up against uh, Devontae Parker, who's still trying to round back into form, uh, too. Where now that leaves Kenny Stills against the Bengals' third cornerback, whether that's former first-round pick Darkeese Denard or Chris Lewis-Harris, who struggled last week uh, against the Denver Broncos. Those are the matchups really to, to keep an eye on. Um, if, if I were to throw one more on there, Cedric Agbui going up against Cameron Wake. Cameron Wake demonstrated last week that if you give him the snaps, he can make two or three of those uh, eye-opening plays every week. Week. To me, for what the Dolphins have to do to win this game is to establish that running game uh, instead of just coming out in that shotgun and, and throwing these five or ten yard passes. Because if you can establish that running game, then the defensive line or the Bengals can play a little bit back, and then maybe you can get some play action passes going on as well. Paul, uh, what do you think the Dolphins have to do to win this game? I, I think they need to really, uh, like I said, contain AJ Green, but also exploit those matchups in the Bengals secondary, whether it's Kenny Stills, uh, Drake Kirkpatrick, if Craig Kirkpatrick is out, uh, Devontae Parker, and, and, and really feed the ball to their receivers here because if they can get that big lead, that takes away one of the Bengals' strengths. It'll get them away from running the ball with, with Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard and, and put them in a situation where they're putting the ball up in the air. And granted, that still puts me in a situation where I'm worried about A.J. Green, but at least it's only one dimension of the offense. The more they can make that offense one-dimensional, the more they can mask some of the weaknesses as they move forward, and the defensive line can pin their ears back and really get after Dalton. So, Paul, what's your prediction here? Do you think the Dolphins get to that 500 mark, or do you think they keep falling back here and go to 1-3? and three? I hate saying this, but I think right now, the way things have been going, the way the Dolphins have looked in the first three weeks, I think this is this might be where it gets a little dark, dark before the dawn here, uh, when the team wakes up and really gets to see the seriousness of Adam Gates' message this week. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to say I, 
the Bengals probably take this 24 to 17. I'm going to go with the Bengals 30 to 20 in this matchup. Um, Andy Dalton has had a frustrating last couple weeks. Uh, I, I attribute a lot of that to playing very good defenses in, in Pittsburgh uh, and Denver, and even you know the, the Jets in Week One too. That, that was a tight matchup as well. Uh, I, I think they're looking to uh, to really explode on offense, and I think they're going to get that opportunity in this game as the Dolphins continue to round into form on defense. Here's the the upside to this: if 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 the Dolphins pull off an upset afterward, the Dolphins are not going to play a road game until November 13th at San Diego. And you've got in there, you've got four home games against the Titans, Bills, Jets, and Steelers. And then you have a bye week in there. If the Dolphins can manage to pull this off and get to that 500 mark, it's very possible that you see them go 3-1 and one in those following four games. And now we're at 5-3 and three at the midpoint in the season. That's where the Dolphins have to be. Let's hope that they get there. So if it's not on the left side and it's not on the right side, it is on the thin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side. And it must be the fin side. side. It ain't the left side, left side or the right, right side. side. And it must be the fin Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. We rep our team, you can't change, stop or ruin it. All we need is to figure what to do to win. Fins radio, live and direct. Win or lose, we're showing up for every contest. No puppet talk, it's all raw and unfiltered. Voice of the fans when the season looks peculiar. Rockin' Apple Orange over here, and you familiar. Every week they coming through our speakers to fulfill the crap we have to hear about our team and all the latest news. Vets, the rookies trying to make the team paying dues. Current players and alumni interviews. City to city, state to state, follow the moves. Call the hotline, Dolphins talk, set to go. Best sports team and show all across the globe. Fin ain't the left side or the right side.